From the Stick Up Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. Rides, games, foods, animals, large farm equipment, and more local politicians than you can shake a stick at. Strap in, everybody. We're going to the fair. Well, some of us are going to the fair, but all of us are here. Not all of us. Some of us (laughs) are here to talk about the things that make fairs, carnivals, festivals, Let's say amusement parks, too. I hadn't considered that, but I think they fall into this. And any other community celebrations, a source of lifelong memories. And yes, we've already done an entire episode on fair foods, but there's still a lot to discuss. And here to take this figurative and possibly literal bull by the horns from middle-aged mama studios in Austin, Texas, still resentful that her dad won't take her to the midway. It's (laughs) Hillary Livingston Butler. Hi, Hillary. It's true. It's like 35 years later, I'm still holding a grudge. <laughs> My dad is so nice to me. And this is like his one thing of just being like, no, we're not spending that money. And I'm still pissed. As you should be. <laughs> and from Money Fit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith. I don't have a gallbladder. So let's be careful with the food, Van Harn. <laughs> Hi, Meredith. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably why I didn't feel good the last time I went to the Texas State Fair. <laughs> I ate every deep fried thing I could find and I felt like garbage. Well, yeah. Well, living is learning, right? Yep. On today's show, we'll begin with a little small talk, check what's in the mailbag, dive into a hot and sticky land of wonders. Those are the fairs, not anything else. Make some Tishi recommendations, maybe, and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Hillary, take us into small talk, please. Okay. Okay. So last week I had updated y'all. We had had our new doggy, Bruce, uh, for one day. Bruce. It's been a week. Bruce, it's been a week now. I'm literally obsessed with him. Like, I think about him all day long, and I text Dave, like, what is he doing? And it's, guess what? He's usually sleeping, so it's not like he's doing really anything super cute i it's not working I'm on like, his tax returns <laughs> no oh my god if he was though i would die because i think he's the smartest animal like ever i'm like he's so smart he look he learned he learned how to like scratch at the door to let us know i mean it's not anything like he learned how well, to hey, do not calculus do that though let me tell you <laughs> scratch on the door he's like learned where the house is when i take him around the block he like angles towards the house when it's ready anyway i'm obsessed with him i like i i I'm like, my son, come here. And Bridget was like, you love him more than you love us. And I'm like, well, no, but I do love him a lot. I love him different. I didn't give birth to him, but now I'm like, what did you look like when you were a puppy? Can you tell me? Like, he's going to talk to me all of a sudden. He probably looked like every other single golden retriever puppy that's ever existed. Oh, I love him so much. My parents' dog was with us last week when he was for a couple days. And they were fine together. It was just like... A little bit chaotic because, especially with golden retrievers, almost any dog, but like, you can't really feed them at the same time because it's like, you know, a gauntlet. Like, who's going to be able to finish quicker and like Welcome take the other ones? Yeah. No. So, yeah. So, it's like we're having to stage it and how we walk them because the only like, he's actually learned a little bit, but when we first started walking him, he definitely pulled and he weighs like 85 pounds. Like, Lola, my parents' dog, weighs, I don't know, 45 pounds. So, you know, if she pulls, you can be like, mm, stop. But Bruce, it's a it's a little bit harder. But um, he's a big boy. A little bit better. He is a he's a big bone 
baby boy. I mean, I'm serious. Like, I stick my face in his face. I mean, I'm lucky that he's a sweet baby because if it were me and somebody was sticking their face in my face like that, I'd be like, I'm, get away. Like, smack them. Like, get away from me. Anyway, just an update on me being obsessed. The only – he doesn't bark, which is perfect because I'm really noise sensitive. So, uh, like, I, I think small dogs are cute. They're just a little bit yappier than I – like most of the time. Um, and so I couldn't deal with that. Like dogs just barking at like the leaves blowing or whatever. But the only time Bruce really barks and I haven't heard it that much because I'm not home during the day. I'm at the office, but we, um, we're, I mean, get ready for money pit because we're about to do our primary bathroom (laughs) anyway. But the, um, GC came over and apparently Bruce was like, woof, woof. Like if, (laughs) if anybody knocks on the door, like, if you just entered the door, there's not a problem. But if you knock on the door, then he's, like, pissed. And he's going to he's gonna protect his uh, people. But anyway, I'm obsessed regardless. I love him so much. And I'm sure I have hair all over all, every little bit of my clothes. But I don't care because I am – he's my new child. I have three children now. So that's, that's <laughs> how that goes. I are, think are, that training them to <laughs> – I, I never trained my dogs to not bark at the door. Like, I think that's good. I kind of wanted yes. them to do that. So yeah. he's, you know, he's been a good guard dog. He is. But if it could just be like two or three barks and then done. And, and then, then be stop. done with like, it. Let yes. me know yes. and then you're good. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's that's the thing. I can I can handle that. It's really the ones that just like bark at nothing and they keep barking. Yeah. There, We have some neighbors and, you know, our neighborhood, everybody's sort of, I mean, they're single family homes, but we're all a little bit like joined up by backyards. There's not a lot of space. And I hear somebody's fucking dog barking all the time. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like it just is not barking at anything, just kind of barking at the wind. And it makes me crazy. But We had a nice rainstorm today, like a nice summer storm where if I had a front porch, I would want to sit out, you know, and, and watch the storm. And so I, I, I stepped outside and I took a video of the rain and all you can hear is the do- two dogs across the street barking at each other. Oh, I was like, up. oh, how peaceful. Nice. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Now when I look at um, my photo reel, it used to be mostly of the kids, but yeah, now it is. <laughs> now it's, it's just orange. Now it's largely br- yes. It's, and he likes to just like, he's so lit. See, another thing, I'm going to stop talking about him, but another thing is he's, you have moments of like, you know, he's kind of excitable or whatever, and he's kind of bouncing around. But for the most part, he's pretty lazy. And he, if you're doing something that he has to wait for for more than like, mm, I give it five to ten seconds, he'll just lay down right there. Like, I'm, I'm not sitting. I'm just going to lay here. Um, which is great, except sometimes I'm going to trip over him when I'm cooking. Like, it's going to happen because he's just is behind me waiting for any sort of food to drop. I'm like, Bruce, you got to – I'm not trying to body shame. You need to lose a, a couple LBs so you're not getting any of the droppings. I'm sorry. You got just like five pounds. We got to get you down. He sounds like a golden oh, to me. He is such a golden. Ugh, anyway, um, <laughs> moving on from my obsession. Um, yeah, we we had a couple of like – these are definitely not recommends. I'm not going to put them in recommends. But, you know, just what you watching, what you're currently watching. And honestly, like – I'm really annoyed because my TV, which I didn't in my bedroom, which I did not get that long ago. I think it was like two and a half years ago with the exception of prime video and, uh, HBO max. Thank God it like Netflix always glitches out. And then with Hulu, like 
it, I can't stand this. Dave can deal with this, but when the um, audio is not lined up with the video, oh, I like no, 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 can't. No, no. And I'll, and if I pause it, it'll correct it. And then it kind of like starts to veer off again. I need to troubleshoot it because it's weird. Because it it's so weird. And I really want to watch Only the Murders in the Building, but obviously that's on Hulu. So that's not happening no. until, or I, or I can just go downstairs, I that guess. That is but not I like being in my, okay. No, that's an I can't impossible deal with situation. It. Yes. No, it makes me crazy. Anyway, so I've been watching a lot of, Stuff on Prime and stuff on HBO Max as witnessed as, you know, me watching lots of House Hunters International. But um, so, uh, you know, Bridget is 11 as well documented and she um, she wants to watch like some teen-ish shows. And I was like, you know, and the, the thing that's different between like me watching 90210 when I was a kid, which I was probably a little bit too young for, but it was also on Fox. So it was... A little bit risque, but it was also on, you know, a, a network. So it wasn't, right. they didn't really use cuss words. They did talk about sex, but like, they, it, they introduced some topics mature that you probably wouldn't have found like, elsewhere. It but the, it was at night, I think in Eastern time, it was on at like 9 p.m. or yes, something. Yes, it wasn't even the latest because, um, yeah, Melrose Place was on after it, I think. So it wasn't even the latest mm-hmm. possible yeah, hour. But, but And whatever they introduced, whatever touchy, scandalous subject, it was always <laughs> resolved so wholesomely totally. by the end right, of the yes. episode. Yes. And looking back on it, it is a little bit like, this is a sidebar, Brandon had sex and it was like NBD. I mean, it was like a big deal kind of, but then they moved on. Brenda has sex and then she immediately has a pregnancy scare, which while like definitely happens, it does feel like they're punishing her a little bit. Whereas Brandon's like, whatever, you know, boys will be boys. Um, Well, so Bridget's been wanting to watch stuff that's sort of similar to that. And while my parents had absolutely no desire to watch 90210 with me, which thank God they did not, but they didn't, <laughs> were, n- were not interested. Bridget really wanted to watch this show, the, uh, the Summer I Turned Pretty, which I might have recommended at some point. And I had watched the first season. Now, this is basically a 90210, except that it's on Prime, so they can, like, cuss, and they're definitely a little bit more frank about sex. Now, they don't show any nudity or anything, but they're definitely, like, kids drinking and it being sort of okay. She really wanted to watch it because she had seen it on whatever TikTok. And I said, you can watch it, but you have to watch it with me. Now, <laughs> the first season was really good. I, and you know, you know me, I like to watch stuff about wealthy people. So I'm like, yes, please, like, give me all of the, like, Cape Cod, um, you know, waspiness you can. But the second season was a little bit less about that, more about the drama. So it's, I was like excited every week when I was watching it, but I was like, this show is so dumb and like the acting is pretty bad. <laughs> the soundtrack is really good, but like it's pretty bad. She loves it. So I kind of like watching it with her. I don't know if I would recommend necessarily that the boys, the there's one boy named Jeremiah in it. I don't know what his name is in real life. He is beautiful and Bridget definitely has a crush on him. He is like, I don't even think he's like hot. He's just like, is a beautiful boy and the girl is very cute and it's, you know, they have Taylor Swift songs in it and it's like high budget, I guess, but it's, that's what, that's what I'm watching. It just wrapped up and you know, it's, it's fine. It's, you know, summer in New England. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It is definitely fine. Uh, well, uh, that kind of leads into what I've been watching also on prime video not proud of it, but not ashamed of it. I watched the movie adaptation of Red, yes. White, and Royal Blue. 
Yes, oh, as, you, I, as did I. Yes, you read the yes. book, right? And I think maybe yes. Christy read the book. I did not read the book, but I watched the movie. And uh, speaking of attractive people. <laughs> Alex is hot as shit. He's one like, of the I hottest have... men I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. I Wait, texted what? so many people. Who? I said this. <laughs> okay, I'll send you his picture. I was like, this I'm happy this movie exists. Was it good? Mm. Uh, um, but but it was. Was it I'm surprising? Happy. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm happy it exists because it's like every you know every sexuality deserves their like trashy kind of romance, right? Um, and was Uma Thurman's so <laughs> bad, ridiculous, so like a, bad. It, it's but I I don't think. The looks of the prince are looks. He's obviously like an attractive person. It is not yeah. for me because he has this like very uh, pillow lip like thing. Yeah, it's like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, an adult yep, sort yep, of yep, thing. yep, yep, yep. That's a good um, like shout. Yeah, it's not my thing. But he's Alex, very handsome. It, yeah, l- let me interject. I think Prince Henry. <laughs> he's he's he would be better looking if he had his own hair color. um because they've they've dyed his hair blonde and it's just you know how some people it like it doesn't work with their skin tone yeah whatever color it is and it makes him look like super super pallid and i understand that but hemophiliac and it fits in with his royalness (laughs) yes like oh he looks he looks very bred and he's very handsome but Alex is hot in the half. Oh my god, he is so hot! Like he is crazy hot. Hold on, let me mm-hmm. see if I can. Um, and it was funny because the, it's like these two guys were sort of in like you know two different <laughs> movies some of the times. Like one of them's taking it very seriously, and the other one is a little bit like LOL about everything. But I mean, that's the whole point, right? I, yes. I guess yes. we should. Uh, summarize real quick for people who have no idea what we're talking about. Red, White, and Royal Blue was a rom-com, a gay rom-com, wherein the American president's son and the British, uh, not the heir to the throne, the spare to the throne, so in the Prince Harry situation, um, discover that they are into one another. And of course, you know, it actually makes a little bit more sense than most rom-coms because there is a sense of stakes in it because for Alex, the son of the president, his mom's up for re-election and there's a whole lot of concern about what this may do to her campaign, the whole section of the country that's still homophobic, right? So how open can he be? And for the prince, like, have we ever had a gay prince of england probably do we know about it i mean edward had to abdicate to marry a divorced woman so Mm -hmm. the the whole idea is that he can't be gay because british princes can't be gay so there is some like personal state going on there that i really uh i like because i think it's actually made sense for that but it it hits all the tropes of any rom-com you know disliking each other at first to disguise their attraction then discovering and then hiding it and then there being impediments to their getting together and then you know spoiler alert the triumphant um winning of their love that was a very bad sentence but um (laughs) like like uh, great movie no Entertaining no. movie, sure. 
Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time. There was some hot sex in it. Like yeah. there was, there but was, they didn't. And there's show a part that I cried in. Anything? I mean, uh, really? The yeah. sex wasn't that hot. It, they just discussed it a little bit more right. than you would expect them. To I mean, you saw it. you saw the unbuckling of the belt buckle and the head going down, and then we, you know, <laughs> cut away. Yes, quickly cut it's not away. Porn. Um, and they discuss like. Uh, gay penetrative sex yeah. in a way that was like oh wow okay um, there is a part that made me cry that had zero to do with the romance even though the Uma Thurman is, uh, there's a thing that happens towards the end that made me cry that will literally never happen in my lifetime but it still made me cry yeah. um, and it made me cry in the book as well alright anyway. so that's that Yeah, I've watched, yeah. <laughs> I've watched some things too what tell us I know believe it or not um, not just Star Trek, not just Star Trek, although definitely we're on Voyager again. Um, mm. and I did like sleep- Voyager for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's our sleepy time show. So like I fall asleep, I don't know, within 20 minutes of each episode. So I don't remember how any of them <laughs> end anymore. But when we're intentionally watching things and again, not recommendations at all. This is an anti-recommendation. We mm. watched all of Supernatural. Oh and, man, you know that's a lot of show. It is like a lot of show. years, but we also I tapped out after of, five or six. We watched all of SVU as well, so you know we're, wow. we commit. When we start something, <laughs> we got to finish it. And we we started Supernatural. There is now a prequel to Supernatural called The Winchesters, and there's one season. It's on HBO Max and the CW. If you like have that channel i don't know um highly highly do not recommend it's terrible (laughs) it's atrocious it's voiceover by jensen ackles oh and i think it's directed by him too and he's not a good director (laughs) oh dear oh dear yeah yeah so it's like his dad and his mom and it's their kind of love story and how they meet and it's just the acting is so terrible and the sensibilities are so modern that you don't buy that at all that it's in the 70s um so just atrocious but we again we started it so we have to finish it so we're kind of like rock paper scissoring between like do we want to watch a winchester do we want to watch a john doggett era x-files which is also really painful Right. Mulder wasn't there anymore because of contract disputes with Fox. And so John Doggett is there and with with that other lady who isn't Scully Uh, and Scully's there, but like not really prominent. And so it's a really painful season of the X-Files, too. So those are kind of the two that we're like, ugh, we got to get through these. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love how we punish ourselves with like media. It's like, I got, it's like, there's nobody grading you. Nobody is like, (laughs) no one is forcing us. (laughs) We don't have to do this, but we do have to do it. But that's a lesson that I actually learned to be able to abandon something partway through if I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, but we kind of treat it as like we can two screen this, we can just get it out of the way and do something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But I I did last night I finished Queen Charlotte. Oh. Um, oh. which is the Bridgerton prequel. Yeah. And that was charming and adorable in a Bridgerton sort of way. Yes. So that was that was really fun. Good. I need to I started that and then for whatever reason didn't didn't finish it, but um those are always those things. Like if I have a day and I'm like, all right, 
I'm just going to mainline this for a little bit. It's a short uh, season. I think there's only like six episodes or something. All right. I'll check it out. Once I get my stupid Netflix and Hulu <laughs> to start working yeah. again. Ugh. Um, all right. With that, should we move on to the mailbag? Let's do it. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Let's make fun of some sixth graders. <laughs> Last week's question of the week was, what's your most embarrassing middle school memory? And we knew we were in for a treat here because there's a lot of terrible things that happen in middle school, right? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. mm, (laughs) We were the most popular girls in our middle school. Everything was easy and super great. Um, Julie just says all of it, which is (laughs) good. (laughs) answer i think there were a lot of agreeances on that one it was like yes. nope, nope, nope. oh i know yeah. um jennifer says clear and awful winner my brother brought my diary to school and passed oh. it around his friend group Get it was a terrible horrible out. no good very bad day and if i could have immediately moved to australia i would have i think this maybe wins I, yeah yeah that i yeah. would have died i don't I know i mean the the family betrayal in there yes it's not like a friend or a dumb boy. I mean, it is a dumb boy, but like, it's not, you know, some it's your rando. Brother. Oh, man. I would bring that up constantly at family like get together. So I'd be like, remember when you did this? You owe me for the rest <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if I could forgive that. That's no. that's awful. Yeah. Uh, other Jennifer says wearing my brand new leather button bernardo sandals slipping at the top of the stairs falling all the way down bumping each step on my rear ah sixth grade oh Oh, so you laugh because it's so horrifying (laughs) yes uh amanda says during standardized tests we got a short bathroom break i managed to get stuck slash locked into a stall (laughs) everyone was back in the classroom waiting for me to start the next part of the test I finally crawled out under the stall door and returned to class with everyone staring at me knowing I had been in the bathroom a super long time. And there's no way you can be like, I wasn't pooping. I was was stuck. Like, what's worse? That I don't know how to get out of a stall or that I was pooping Uh. forever? Yeah, Hillary's point is is well made. That the instant you say, I wasn't pooping, it doesn't matter because you've introduced (laughs) the thought of pooping into the conversation yeah now everybody knows you that. vocalized the possibility <laughs> exactly oh so embarrassing uh denny says i hated grade school k through six so very much that i was happy to hit junior high seventh to ninth still it was traumatic enough as julie said all of it <laughs> yeah okay <Just> another <laughs> second for that one uh that i was happier still to graduate to high school i hated high school too (laughs) okay yeah i'm kind of with you denny i wasn't thrilled to be at any of those places ever really nope i don't there were certain places that i I liked the choir room i liked the drama being out on the stage (laughs) oh that i could have left (laughs) it all i'm good yeah on the whole forget it um, Laura says, yeah, every single agonizing second of it in high school wasn't much better. <laughs> okay. So Laura and Denny were in the same school. Um, Tierra says, I sprained my ankle and my mom took me to the doctor to get it looked at. They gave me crutches. Then my mom took me to my junior high. Everyone was already in class as I crutched down the hall. I was 
facing a classroom with the door open where at least half of a class of kids could see me coming. Well, crutches aren't exactly easy, and I misstepped and clattered face down. I swear everyone in that class laughed as loud as they could, even the ones who couldn't see me. (sighs) This is when I was like, I hate kids. Kids are (laughs) evil. God. Like, I was trying to think about what I would do in this situation. It would be more concerned than laugh. Like, I don't think that's funny at all. But as a no. kid, I probably would have laughed because I know kids that's are the awful. kids are awful. And you, everybody's just trying to fit in. And then it's evil. Like, there's people that I probably made fun of in middle school that I'm like, I would. Don't, why did I care? Like, I didn't really care. Right. It was just everybody else mm-hmm. was like, at least I'm not at the bottom of the you know right. totem pole. It's and, like, and it, you know, anything can make you a target. And, oh, and oh. falling face down on your crutches is one, but it can be as little as like dropping a tray in the cafeteria and the yep. whole place like looks over and claps for you yep. and, you know, calls you a Butterfingers for the next four years. Like, <laughs> God. come on. Yeah, you can't uh, do anything wrong without nope, getting branded. Nope. Uh, um, Jessica says, singing A Whole New World <laughs> from Aladdin with my brother, homeschooled. <laughs> I think that's adorable. Do you think we could get Jeremy and Jessica to sort of relive that moment for us yes. the next time we're all out there? Like, were they playing Aladdin? I mean, yeah, I guess they're Aladdin and Jasmine as siblings. My best friend and I would sing. I mean, we were huge Disney song fans, so we would sing all of these. We sang A Whole New World a million times, and it wasn't embarrassing yeah. at all. Maybe it should have been, but it wasn't. I mean, I've said that like in in my freshman year, my friends and I would come home and watch Aladdin every single day. I think it was like that sort of, you know, you're like kind of a, becoming a teenager, but like you're still sort not of holding girl, on to like your kid. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. And we <laughs> loved, loved Aladdin. So we watched we. it so much. I thought it was hysterical. We sang Aladdin songs. We sang Little Mermaid songs and we sang Lion King songs every mm-hmm. day for yep. a good year. I I think I'm just enough older than you, Meredith, that I wasn't into that at that age. But my friend and I did spend about six months learning how to play Glory of Love by Peter Cetera on the piano so that we could play and sing it. (laughs) I mean. And I still know all the words. (laughs) That has to be your next karaoke song. Yes, please. (laughs) And finally, Leslie says... Middle school is the worst. Most of all, I hate how, thanks to my own insecurities, I loved K through six and felt like life was good. I turned into kind of a jerk. That physically yeah. awkward stage for me lasted from grade seven to grade 12 while my friends got cuter and more popular. Oh, I, I, was still, yeah, I was still solid middle, but sometimes that's the worst. I feared falling into the socially ostracized group and aspired to be more popular. When I look back on it, I'm so sad I didn't have the confidence to be my weirdo, goofy self who loves to make people laugh and be happy. And it was sometimes not very nice to some other kids. In my defense, I had some shit going on at home that didn't make it any easier. One of those super critical moms, among other things, but still. That made me remember a time I was waiting for a group of girls to pick me up for breakfast before school. And while I was waiting, my mom said, oh, I bet they totally forgot about you. I said, no, they wouldn't do that and kept waiting. And then it turned out they did forget about me. Oh, oh yeah. Leslie. I'm so sorry. I feel That's... like we've, I don't know. I, I have similar, similarly conflicting feelings about middle school. I, I had good friends and I had my best friend came with me to middle school. So I had a built-in best friend 
So I didn't kind of have to search and I worry sometimes that I was clicky because um, we had a group and we weren't excluding anybody, but that's how we thought. Maybe other people thought differently, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe there were other people that. who thought you were like stuck up and yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was thinking like I was so, so quiet and reserved and whatever. And I, I wasn't part of a clicky group. Obviously, couldn't get into a clicky group. Um, but the need for self-preservation in those years drives you to do things that you look on back on later and think, Ugh, that I don't, I don't like that. Like, mm -hmm. I remember being in ninth grade and I, I don't know, I think it was my civics class or something. And I, the seating chart assigned me to sit next to this kid, Phil Palmer, who was like, super smart and weird like he yeah. was physically i was he was like super skinny and six foot two and had like pale 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 skin and black curly hair and was just awkward looking yeah. and to top that off he was super smart like he and i traded high scores on the sat and the act and whatever but he was so smart and so funny and we used to talk a little bit in the couple of minutes before class started. And then one day, you know, one of the asshole popular kids said something to me about, oh, you miss your boyfriend or something like that. And I Ugh. snapped into this self-preservation mode to the point where the next time, the next class, Phil came in and sat down and said something to me. And I actively ignored him and turned away oh, yeah. and didn't talk yeah. to him anymore. And I look back on it. And I think what a shitty, shitty thing to do. I know. But at the time, I was just protecting myself from yep. I think that's making myself a target. Part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. just feel real bad about it. I kind of wonder what I he's know. doing these days. I don't know. I don't think he had an easy time of it either. But yeah. I, I, I mean, could not taint myself by association. No. When, like, in reality, it's, I mean, and I totally did the same thing, but in reality, it probably, y'all should have, like, teamed up together and, like, been the best of friends. But it's, like, at that time, you can't see that. No. Because you're like, oh, no. no. You see that yeah. now. You yeah. see you see the social pecking order only, and you cannot yes. be attached to the kid at the bottom. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's such a complicated time. I was also thinking about uh, an embarrassing story that I totally forgot about, and maybe have told this on the podcast, but in sixth grade, it was like the last me hanging on to popularity. And I um, spent the night with this girl, Catherine, who lived down the street from me. And um, she was definitely more popular than I was. She was really nice, but whatever. We just like weren't friends after a while. But um, she, um, we decided to sleep on her like den floor and like watch TV or whatever and fall asleep like in sleeping bags. And I wet the floor. It was the last time oh, I've ever wet the bed. Oh, no. And I know. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God. Cause I remember I was like having a dream, like, you know, that, like that I was going to the bathroom yep, and in then the dream I, you're going to the bathroom and then you wake yes, up and you're like, wake up fuck. and I'm on the floor and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And so I ran into her room and she was, again, this plays into all of my insecurities. I was, you know, in sixth grade, I was probably like, whatever, 125 pounds. And she was definitely one of those, like, I weigh 70 pounds kind of kids and still wearing like a little girl underwear. And I like, because I guess I hadn't packed like extra underwear. I don't know. She lived down the street for me. So I was probably like, oh, I'm just going to go home. And I like took a pair of her underwear and put it on because I was like, I need not wet underwear. And it definitely did not fit me. Anyway, they, um, 
<laughs> the worst part about it was her mom was like, oh, did something happen? And I was, she had a little sister, like a two-year-old sister. And I was like, I think Laura did it. <laughs> he threw the um, toddler under the bus. Listen, totally, <laughs> totally understandable. Yep. Uh, and then, and then she was like, oh, okay. You know, the mom was nice and she was just like, okay, let's move on. But then I, we all took theater together and we were carpooling to theater and the girls were talking like they weren't saying it, but they, I heard somebody say like, did you ever get your underwear back in the car? <gasps> and I was like, no. So, yeah, that was, I mean, never really came up otherwise, except that I was, like, not friends with her really ever again. I mean, if I saw her on the street now, I'd be like, oh, hey, how are you? But, uh, yeah, we were not uh, the best of friends after yeah, I mean, it was the telltale heart of your relationship, yes. really. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, fuck off, Catherine. No, actually, she's nice. <laughs> I liked her. Um, and her mom, like, smoked, and I thought it was really cool because none of the moms smoked. And I was like, that's kind of cool that your mom smokes. <laughs> so I was, so like, hanging cool. out over there. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Middle school sucks. Yeah. Yep. Case closed. <laughs> yes. Um, should we play uh, another, just a, another little uh, capper on why middle school sucks from uh, Bet? I think mm-hmm. we should. All right, let's play it here. Hey, Tishi. So a better question is what wasn't embarrassing for me in middle school? So um, my middle school was five through eight. And then, you know, high school was nine through 12. Um, they've since changed it because my daughter is in middle school at the same place that I went to school. And it is now... 6th through 8th, she's going to be in 8th grade this year. Gosh, that's scary, but whatever. Um, Anyway, and I always wanted to be the teacher's pet, but I nobody ever knew my name. Um, Unfortunately, I am actually a bastard, and kids figured this out when I was in elementary school and they called me a bastard all through elementary and middle school, which was very hurtful and made me cry all the time. Um, but so my mom married my dad when I was in fifth grade and to fit into my, uh, bridesmaids dress from my mom's wedding, I had to get a padded bra and stuff it. So Due to changing in middle school gym class, um, people noticed that I was wearing a padded bra, and I got made fun of very much for having a flat chest, and people were like, oh, she stuffs her bra, she stuffs her bra, and then um, I had a very unfortunate hair incident where um, I tried to like cut my own bangs, and... I ended up, like, shaving the very front of my head, and then my mom had to, like, cut my bangs so that they could cover it up, and people made fun of me for that, obviously, because children are very cruel, um, and I, we could never afford, like, going to the Gap or American Eagle, so I never had all of those, like, name brand thingies. And that was, like, I mean, I dressed in, like, pretty much all Walmart clothes. 
all through um, middle school, and it was terrible. But then, my eighth grade year, I decided that I really loved hard rock music, and I was going to become a goth kid, and I did that, and that was when I found, like, my real friends, and um, I had them all through high school, and... Um, that was actually how I met my husband, too, because he was a punk rocker with a mohawk, like Bobby was saying. Um, and, um, yeah, so, yeah. Sixth and seventh grade were absolute hell, but, um, I made it through, and I found my people, and I found my husband, and I still love punk rock. Woohoo! Uh, so, anyway, um, yeah. I guess that's a really long-winded way of saying all of that stuff. So, thanks, Tishi. I love you guys. Oh, Bet. Uh, yeah, I was feeling for you, Bet. <laughs> I know. And we did have a discussion of, like, how do girls really now stuff their bras? Because, um, you know, tissue just is malformed. Right. Tissue isn't the right, no. the right material. To stuff a bra no. with. So what know. does one use? I don't know. We were trying to figure I'll... this out at our call yesterday. And I, I think, I mean, chicken cutlets are the best. And I don't mean actual chicken cutlets. I mean, <laughs> the things that look like chicken cutlets that are meant to go into a bra. I think that's probably the only real, like, option. But those yep. didn't exist. Or if they did, I didn't know about them or where to buy them when I was no. that age. No, no. Do you guys remember uh, the water bra episode of Will and Grace, where yes. Grace had the water bra yes. and she went to the gallery and it sprung a leak? It sprung a leak, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, that being real funny at the time. Does any do people still wear water bras? I don't. I don't know. So, and God, there were so much like. I feel like now, I mean, bra culture was a really big deal in the nineties, like the Wonder Bra, like Victoria's Secret, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, with the water. Yeah, there was a lot of, I guess there was a lot of broad technology going on in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one of us without any boobs, and I'd, I've, I haven't seen a water bra. Like, no one's advertising that to me hmm. on Instagram, which means, like, that it probably isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> Meredith, do you get advertised, like, Pepper or whatever? Like, the bra. I get advertised it, and I'm like, guys, you're me barking too. up the wrong tree. Exactly. <laughs> um, I kind of, I think... So I, I get irritated with bra advertising on Instagram because I feel like it's just like thinly veiled softcore porn because totally. they're like bouncing their boobs around and they're like, look, this bra is so great. And I'm like, you're not trying to sell me a bra. You're trying to sell no. a man something. I don't know. Yes. Um, so I kind of just like scroll past them really quickly because I don't want my algorithm to think that I'm interested in bra ads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's hard though, because they seem to think I must be interested. <laughs> All those ones about small breasted women. You're, you have problems with boob gap. And I'm like, Nope, Nope, I do <laughs> not. <laughs> Unfortunately, slash fortunately, I do not. I mean, I work um, from home now, so I just wear sports bras if I have to leave the house and that is it. Yeah. So yes. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what they're trying to sell me. I'm not buying it. I just want an yeah. airy sports bra that's comfortable at the end. Yeah. <laughs> good, good I night. just want a sports bra that actually provides yes. support. Support. Passes the jumping jacks test. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I, know, I don't I'd... accidentally brain myself. 
There was that one that was advertised to me for a while because I think I actually even went on the website and then I just was like, I couldn't commit to it, but it was like She Fit or something. <gasps> oh my God, I just got one this week. You did? I Tell did. Me, give me your review. Well, you have to like strap yourself into it. TBD. Because so they send you, they send you, they have you answer a little questionnaire about, you know, what type of body you have. And then you or and then they recommend the one that they think that you should have. And of course, they recommended the maximum support one for me. And it's fine. But it's a front zip up. Oh, wow. And there is 0% chance that I can wrestle those puppies in (laughs) and zip the thing up. It's just, it's just not happening. And, and they say in the literature, your she fit or whatever will be snug, should be snug in the beginning. And I'm like, yep, it's all right. (laughs) I mean, to the point where, like, I just had to do the zip up and then pull it on over my head because there was just no other way. And yeah. beyond that, you know, it seems to do pretty well. I've only worn it to one class so far okay. and everything okay. I, I like habitually after we do any jumping, I have to do a little situation check yeah. down there and make yeah. sure that everything's still where it's supposed to be. And it, it was, it was. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. My th- main thing with the sports bra is I, I, if I'm doing something that is requiring jumping at all, I'm like, I don't, really want to think about it like I don't need to be right like, oh, I don't want to be worrying bosom. no exactly or like it hurts sort of because you know they're flapping all about so <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so fun so fun I have one right now that is it has a wire and it's fine but it, it's it's a back closure but I like I like this is too complicated to talk about on the podcast. I like it crossed in the back instead of like the normal just strap. So I've moved it, but I like, I have to fasten it and then do the same thing you were talking about. And like, I have to put it over my head half the time. The strap gets like tangled in my hair. It's like a whole thing. Now it does an okay job, but it is really uncomfortable yeah. to put on. So I'm, I'm definitely in the market. Well, one of the things that I got the new bra was cause I don't have that many that I consider full support. And I think two, I think maybe I have three and two of them, honestly, they are sports bras, but like you said, they don't have the cross back and they just kind of look like you're wearing a regular bra at the gym. And we've all seen, bless their hearts. They're always little old ladies (laughs) who are clearly just, you know, wearing a regular bra and like some pants to work out in. And I'm like, I'm too young. I'm too, like when I'm 75, if I'm still going to the gym, great, that's fine. But I'm sort of a little bit embarrassed that people might think that I was wearing a regular bra to the gym. It's like, is it Grease or is it Grease 2 when the assistant principal or like the secretary is wearing her bra out? no. You know what I'm confusing it with? It's the same lady, but it's in Splash. She's wearing her bra outside oh. of her clothes. <laughs> and uh, I remember being like, that's how you know a, la- a lady is like a crazy old lady. It's like wearing a visible bra. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Bras. Yeah. We have a show about bras. How no. much Makes we could. Yes, we absolutely could. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um. All right. Well, so with that bra talk out of the way... <laughs> Thank you, Bet, for that. You opened up a whole vein of conversation for us. Let us slide on into Medium Talk and chat about some fairs. I mean, we know about the fair food, and we can talk about that. I mean, we can always talk about food on this podcast. Oh, yeah. But it's fair season, sort of. The harvest is about to come in, and... (laughs) 
you know, we need to show off our giant pumpkins. I don't mean our boobs. Um, <laughs> and and our massive milkers. And I don't mean our boobs. <laughs> so it's time to go to the fairs. So let's let's talk about uh, the things that. Uh, As I said in the intros, uh, I will accept fairs, carnivals, festivals, amusement parks. It's all kind of in the same genre of of entertainment, I think, with with various um, uh, differences, obviously. But let's start talking about what what do we love about going to these places, Hillary? I really do... (sighs) I mean, sometimes I get like a little bit overwhelmed because I know it's going to be crowded and I'm going to have to wait in lines and these are things I don't like. But beyond that, even though I don't love crowds, I do love people watching. I could like sit at a picnic table and watch people at various. I'm trying to remember the last. I haven't been to the fair in a a fair amount of time. Um, I think since the kids were really little just because it's in – it's in Dallas. So it's just – I haven't been to the Texas State Fair in a really long time. But I've been to like – various there's a why am i worst fest there's a thing called worst fest which is down a little bit south of here <laughs> i hope that's about sausages and yes not yes, that it's like a, a bad festival no it's, yes it is worst i don't know how to say that i didn't take german but um yeah it's down in new Braunfels. you know central texas is not a lot of, there's like a lot of german culture here which whatever i feel I, whenever we're at worst fest i'm like this is so fun but i'm feeling a little weird about it it's feeling a little <laughs> white pride-ish but i you was know, gonna say okay. was it new Braunfels where they had that mass shooting a couple of years yeah, ago um, probably i'm sure but um anyway it, it is a really fun and it definitely has like a fair element to it and i just like watching the people there i mean there's a lot of drinking that goes on there so there's a lot of like you know big steins and all of that but i should hope so of course, but it is, it's fun because it's a little bit smaller, um, so you can kind of navigate it better and it's, it's right on the Kamal river. So it's like, it's pretty, it's a really nice sit- setting and it's anyway, kind of hill country-ish, I, isn't it? yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really pretty over there. And I just, I just like watching the people and at the fair, I love watching the people just like who is here. Cause it's, it's anybody like, and I have not met your mother, but she in my head as a very classy lady, you're a very classy lady and y'all love the fair, right? Like y'all like yep. every good medicine, y'all love the fair. I have a feeling there are some less classy people that are there. So it's just as like any walk of life you're going to find at the fair. Like everybody likes it for different reasons and goes. And I just think it's fun to watch all of that. Yeah. There's a lot of, I would say t-shirt imagery. <laughs> It's like wolves howling at the moon or can be akin to um, what they used to do on the Colbert Report, (laughs) you know, like a bald eagle screeching (laughs) and the stars and stripes. And yeah, there's there's a lot of like airbrushed. I wonder how many like freedom shirts. We used to go to Cedar Point a lot when I was a kid and you would see like matching windbreaker outfits like you know pants and jacket i was going yeah. to bring that up because yeah. it was when i was going there in the late 90s when i was in college absolutely it would mm-hmm. be families wearing like matching custom sweatshirts to be like johnson cedar point <laughs> yep. 1998 cedar point trip 1995 yep. <laughs> yeah fluorescent yeah, green you know I didn't know I it, this is just 
me not having really traveled in the Midwest that much, I had never heard of Cedar Point until I think TBTL. Like I never <gasps> America's heard of it. Roller Coast. <laughs> I. I Cannot believe it because now I'm so because I've been listening to this Vanessa Bayer podcast and she's from Cleveland. It's like it's like I need to I need to go. Like I yeah. really want oh, to go great. now. It's, it's a good yeah. it's a good park. Great. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I never I never heard of it until I moved to Cleveland either. So it's not yeah. like it's famous throughout the entire Midwest. Midwest just, it it's more be. like <laughs> it's nice though. What is the the wooden the old wooden coaster the Magnum? <laughs> Um, if you wait in the special line so that you can sit in the very front car and, and it, it, you know, it's on the shores of Lake Erie, but on a really clear day, you can see across to Canada yep. on that cool. from the front car. It's very cool. But that, that I will cool. say that that roller coaster is the most like head shaking, like oh, the wood ones always shaking are. baby trauma that you've ever gotten in your never life. never cared when I was 20 years old oh, about I didn't that. Either. I might feel differently now. <laughs> yep. Right back. <laughs> but me. but they had all the new coasters too. They they had all the let's say vintage wooden coasters. But then they had like the the stand up coaster and oh, yeah. the the dangly... one that drops you from a million yep. miles. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They, they had, had all of that. They had it's all good. Amazing co- roller coasters. Yeah. Yep. Love that place. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm with you, Hillary. I had this written on my and my section two. Just the mass of humanity that you see at these places. And you would not think that that is something that I would feel in any way, given the um, extreme introvert that I am. But there's something about being in a crowd and still being anonymous that kind of satisfies that. I think if I was having to interact with all of those people, I would be exhausted. But it's like... I used to every once in a while just go to the Mall of America and walk around because I wanted to be <laughs> among Amongst the, the people, people but, but not <laughs> with the people. <laughs> yep. Yep. I totally get that. That I find it, very appealing about it these is places. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it is and, very like egalitarian there. Like yeah. everybody's sort of equal in those places. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, interesting to watch people who have different lifestyles than you do (laughs) too like ones that i wouldn't necessarily practice but it's probably a good thing to get out of the bubble and be exposed to that yeah it's sort of a great equalizer right like that's kind of the fun thing about what people watching at a thing like this is you don't know people aren't really attached to their other trappings of like wealth for example so like you don't know what car they're driving you don't you know, their their clothes could be cheap or could be expensive. You don't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, or yeah. at least I don't know. <laughs> I can never yeah. tell. Um, so, like, people are just kind of people. And it's interesting the way that they present themselves. And I love to people watch in that way where I'm not judging anyone. I really am not. It's just like, wow, interesting. Like, mm-hmm. huh. You went out in that, huh? Okay, cool. <laughs> That's something. Except if they're wearing the kind of crushed straw cowboy hat, you do know that they're going to the Keith Urban show at the Grandstand. You can tell <laughs> things, sure. Yep. Yep. Wouldn't miss it. Um, okay, so I guess going on with my the other things that I put there, um, cool displays. I like displays of <clears throat> like craftsmanship and stuff. And not necessarily even things that I um, would want to do myself, but like appreciation for 
Um, attention to detail and passion and hard work. I like that kind of thing. There's a building at the Minnesota State Fair that's called the Creative Activities Building. And there's tons of stuff that I like. I mean, all the baked goods are in there. And frankly, I could do better. Um, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, there's all these displays of, of all the baked stuff. But then there's also, like, all the quilts some of which are way better than anything that I could do. But then like the embroidery and the cross stitching and the sewing. And then there's a section where it's like woodworking and they have these gorgeous inlaid kayaks. And I'm like, wow, I am completely uninterested in a kayak in any way of my life, but I can stand there and look at it. And then there's like weird displays of like, not stamp collections, but they've made a stamp display and yeah, they've like framed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, there are those two where there's like little dollhouse inserts yeah. and turned wooden bowls. And I'm like, this is all like really cool to see how people spend their time and and what they're doing and things that I did not know existed that are being yeah. showcased here. I find Very it cool. cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, I also, speaking of displays, I love the flower exhibits. I love oh, yeah. to go to the That's horticulture so building. Cool. And, and there's like, it's a spoked building. So like, it's around ish. And there's maybe like six hallways coming into it, going to the hub in the center. And they always get local floral companies to do big displays there. And they'll have different um themes and stuff. I think when Ooh. I went with Christy last year, I think it was Harry Potter themes. Ooh, so it was perfect. all these huge oh, like perfect. floral scenes that were Harry Potter references. And I like it's well, I think one time they did wedding displays and obviously I'm not um even within a mile of getting married to anybody. But like it was really cool yeah. to look at yeah. all the floral stuff. And they have like um like a dahlia room where it's just people that grow dahlias and they come and display the dahlias and all the different colors and shapes and varieties. And like, I don't know, I don't want to grow a dahlia, but I want to go spend 20 minutes in the dahlia room. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's cool. My aunt, my aunt Anne actually um, grows tons of them and her garden is like talk of the town of Ann Arbor, Michigan in the fall when the dahlias are they're amazing flowers they really are and they're so different like there's so many different kinds yep yeah that's cool um meredith what do you like about fairs well i like all those things you guys already mentioned um i think people watching is super fun at these things but i love 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 fair food um so much even Mm -hmm. though i can't can't well it's not that i can't eat it it's that i pay for it later (laughs) um i love deep fried food i love cheese curds i'm so excited there's so many cheese i okay gregory (laughs) and i are getting on a plane in a couple days and going to the the minnesota state fair um and ann is gonna be our guide and i'm so excited and i have so jealous i have the food bookmarked on my uh, on my phone um, and there's a couple things that I'm actively missing, like the loot fisk, like tacos or whatever they are. <laughs> um, but there's so many cheese curd dishes that I am like so excited to, I have to pack like a whole pocket of my bag full of like Pepto-Bismol to make this mm. possible. So but, my question on this mm-hmm. is, 
Is it just any certain amount of fry, fried food or could you alternate? Like if you had something fried and then you had a salad, theoretically, or you had some non-fried protein, if you mix it up, would it be okay? I don't know or... if it's like, I don't know if it's like alternating, but it's probably a good balance would be a good, mm-hmm. a good move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple like things that I, so I really love fair lemonade because or or amusement park lemonade because they squeeze it fresh and it's like weirdly not something you see outside of fairs or amusement parks Mm -hmm. i think is freshly squeezed lemonade and i love it very very much so i will get some lemonade and i'll try to have some things that aren't deep deep fried but like also whatever i'm it's once it's once in a lifetime Mm -hmm. yes true activity so i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy it while i can so the the food is super fun for me, but I do love fair rides, and we're going to get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. detail next. But the fa- the food and the rides are my two main uh, attractions for fairs. Well, why yeah. don't you tell us about the rides? Well, my favorite kinds of rides are the spinny ones. I love the like <laughs> teacup rides. I love the one where you just are in a saucer and you spin around and around and around really, really fast and you like raise up off the ground. You know that thing? Oh, that thing where you stand against the wall? Yes. That you're one? inside. Yeah. Like the static electricity or whatever it yeah. is. Yes. That's, I would classify that as a ride for slightly older, like not a kid yes. to go on by yeah. themselves kind of ride, no. but like yeah. teenager and up ride. Yeah, that's definitely one of those you have to be five feet yes. or whatever yep. <laughs> because you have to be able to be strapped in or you're going to just like fly up into the ceiling or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love those kind of like spinny rides. I don't know why, but I I love a um, Ferris wheel. Um, those are chill and easy, and I'm not afraid of heights, so that's a fun one. Um, I love. Yeah, that's coasters. a weird one. That recently, as I've gotten older, the more scared of I am, which is weird of because heights. I'm not scared of roller. Uh, I'm a little bit more scared of heights, and being at the top of um, a Ferris wheel, like I can start feeling like the blood like drain from me. I'm like, Ugh. like I start feeling like. <laughs> Wilbur in Charlotte's Web, where I'm like, ooh, yeah. I'm faint. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. That's me in an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever gone on the zipper? Do you know that ride? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, wait, let me see. Because that is... I, I have done that, and they have those enclosed compartments, and, like, the interior of the compartment is so padded. Oh, um, yeah, no, I haven't. Mm-mm. It's it's fun. It's it's fun, but uh, that's a little bit more like strenuous of one of those rides. I, yes. I'll say, going along with Meredith's spinny ride things, I am a sucker for an old fashioned tilt a whirl. Yeah, those oh, are fun. Yes. Those are very fun, especially. And I did not learn this trick when I was a kid. Uh, learned it a little bit later when I got heavier than everybody else. You have to have a weight imbalance on those because if yes. the weight is not balanced, then you get good spin yep. on those suckers. Mm. And that's that's very fun. And um, also here at Valley Fair, which is now a subsidiary of Cedar Point or whatever, <laughs> owned by a Cedar Point company. Um, they had one called the octopus, which is one of those on the long arms and then the things at the end of the arms mm-hmm. spun around and it went up and down. I did get stuck in one of those in the upper upside down position for a while once. Ooh. Um, it was Ugh. fine. It was fine. Like, I don't know. I was probably like 11. So I wasn't freaking out about anything yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Um, when you're a preteen, you have a lot of tolerance for tra- <laughs> I think trauma these days like that. I'd probably be upset about that. But yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Fun. Yeah, I or think the there... Gravitron is the one that spins around, right? Yep. I'm looking at fair carnival ride like names. Um, yep. I love the Scrambler. Kamikaze. The Scrambler. Yes. Yeah. Kamikaze yeah. is the one. So in at at Cedar Point, it was called the pirate ship, or maybe that's what we called it. But it was a pirate ship and it, uh, pirate ship, and it swung back and swung. forth and back and forth. Yeah. Back yeah. And forth. Yeah. And yeah. Did so it go all the way the... upside down? No. Or did it just go? Okay. I don't. Because I've done both did. of those. Because it was humongous, and I think it just like got very, very close to going all the way, and yeah. you thought mm-hmm. you were going to. So if you're on either end, you would be like swung way, way, way. You too. You know, I, that was one of the last like really big rides I've been on somewhere. I can't remember, and I was like, "Am I going to fall out of this?" I'm not that small <laughs> yeah, of a person, I think that's but the point is it's supposed <laughs> to kind of feel that way. Like you're not super securely like nope. buckled in, and it's like a bench seat, so you're mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you can slide around like to the side with other people. Yes. I also love a log ride. Um, I like yeah. water rides. I was a water Oof. baby, so I was into any sort be... of like water park kind of water slide gate, you know, um, ride or anything like that. And the the log uh, rides were super fun for me because like, splashing other people is super fun. The problem, only problem with that is I have such a memory of being at Six Flags and going on like the log ride or there's another one that's like you're in a raft, but like whatever, yeah. you always get splashed mm-hmm. and um, never being prepared and always having like <laughs> jean shorts on. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, the reason that I, rash. that I object to water rides is because I don't like being wet afterwards and yep, like squelching exactly. around <laughs> yep. in my shoes. I don't oh, like yeah. that. I, I'm still, I hold a grudge at my dead father. Um, I have a very distinct memory of going to Valley Fair when I was probably like six or seven and being talked into going onto the flume log ride and my dad telling me that I wouldn't get wet. (laughs) Fuck you, dad. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's something that I would. So we would never really mix wet and dry rides (laughs) when I was a kid. (laughs) It was either we were going to a water park. Or yeah. we were going to an amusement park, and we yeah. would not really mix the two. If you, <laughs> if I was already at a water park and they had a log ride, I was totally into it because then I could just jump into the lazy river and it didn't matter. Yeah. But yeah. if I had to, like you said, and squelch around in my wet shoes afterwards, <laughs> that's not fun at all. So we no, never really kind of mix the two. Ne'er the twain shall meet. I like <laughs> that. <laughs> Dry trip uh, or wet trip. <laughs> Um, what about you, Hillary? I, well, when I was a, r- a little kid, until I was about eight, I was really scared of roller coasters. Like, ex- wouldn't even, like, look at them, like, just petrified. And then at some point, I figured it out. And so I've always really liked less, I don't mind a wooden roller coaster, but I really like, <sighs> there's one called the Shockwave at uh, Six Flags Over Texas. And I love that one because it has two loops in the middle of it. But it's probably, t- like, at the time, it seemed very high-tech and, like, scary now when i saw it when we drove past it when i was driving Bridget to camp i was like wow that's like not it kind of looks tiny now but i could deal with it but before i was really into roller coasters i would you know step by step trying to find like the next most dangerous thing that i could handle and the one that i loved the most which i didn't write down because i was just reminded of it is those swings i loved those swings when you're like in a swing and then they lift it up oh yeah and then you go flying around absolutely not the the 
<laughs> I Absolutely loved it those so too. That is the one ride I will not go on because I just hanging from those chains and they're all like wiggling they about. They go anywhere. I feel I so insecure <laughs> yes. in those. I, I, I won't do it. I won't do it. I, I wonder if now, I haven't done it in a while, if now I'd be like, I'm a little bit nervous about, um, you know, the integrity of these chains. But at the time I loved it. Now, the last one that I went on that I thought was really fun. Um, I think it was at worst fest. It was like a, how to explain it. It's like you're in a car and it kind of goes up and down, up and down, like on a path and it goes in a circle, but like kind of has bumps in it. And then they go faster and faster and faster. And some points you're like, Oh my God, this is going like too fast, but Mm -hmm. it's a controlled. And then you're having so much fun and then they stop it. And the next (laughs) ride has to go on. You're like, wait, I was having fun. (laughs) Um, I really like those because they're a little bit more like self-contained and you know that, you know, it'll, you're on a path. Like, I guess you could fly off the path, but you're like on a path. And it is funny though, when you look at the people that are working this and mostly at the times recently, it's been like teenagers and I'm like, do they know what they're doing? No, they (laughs) don't. (laughs) It really Uh, is astonishing that there aren't more fatalities associated with carnival rides. Yeah, it is. Because how quickly they can mount them up and then take them down. You're like, I just, I don't know if I trust this, but I don't know. And they have, they have stuff like you're like oh this car is is held on by a safety pin like a glorified <laughs> giant safety pin. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm sure it's well. gonna be just fine. <laughs> let's just hope. Well, okay. then let's go to the other side of the coin on the midway and go to games. And are we game games players? I'm laughing at Hillary's <laughs> answer. And if so. <laughs> Which games do we favor, Hillary? Just let us tell us. I I have so many. I just said no. I know. I don't like them. I don't like them. Okay, one, because I never win. I mean, like, it's just, like, doesn't happen. Nobody ever wins. Two, but then if somebody does win, and then you're stuck, uh, again, it must, hopefully it's at the end of the night, because then you're stuck carrying some, like, smelly, you know, weirdly stuffed Gigantic animal, stuffed like animal, like yeah. leprechaun or teddy bear. Or <laughs> My question is, oh, how do you get the giant ones? Like, how much money do you have? You always see, like, at some point, there's a roided out guy with his <laughs> totally, petite girlfriend, totally. and he's carrying like a life size gorilla stuffed animal around with him. And you're like, how much money did you spend? To get that, because I've mentioned already, Matt's really good at carnival games, and I've never seen him come back with one of those humongous ones. Some big ones, sure, but the absolutely giant ones, like, what, what, $50? Maybe the roided out guy threatened somebody and he just got it, right? (laughs) Maybe, I I don't know. If you don't give me this giant, (laughs) you know, Oscar the Grouch toy. Or maybe it's one of those where if you have like 14 smaller ones, you can trade him in for one big one. I don't know. God, I remember one time Missy's dad, um, rest in peace, he really like loved the Midway and he loved, he would always let us play games. I, Missy, I might be conflating stories, but I feel like he or her brother won her like a black light, like glow in the dark. Iron Maiden poster. I don't, Ooh, <laughs> I don't think cool. he was a big fan of Iron Maiden, but we thought it was badass. Like, you know, when you turn off the light, it was like black light. You know, we were black like, light this posters is hot are shit. awesome. <laughs> and they are. <laughs> I think probably that's better than the stuffed animal. Yes. Right? Yes. At least roll it up. Yeah, it's not going to take up any space. Around. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And those stuffed animals, like Hillary, you said smelly, but yeah. one wonders what kind of combination of newspaper and asbestos they do fill those in because obviously they come from china or yeah wherever india wherever they can put children to make them for a penny each and how are yeah. they stored is another thing i just thought about Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, it's somehow to be from last year and it's been mm-hmm. like raining or snowing yep. or whatever mm. pikachu drafty. mold edition mm. <laughs> and it's always always pikachu yep um let's see okay so hillary is no on games meredith where are you on games i like skee-ball a lot and i like that- skee-ball yeah, it's kind of a mild skill game. It's not like they can rig it that hard. I don't think. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of with Hillary that I'm not good enough at ski ball to really yeah. want to pursue it. Yeah. <laughs> My ski ball career never took off. <laughs> I don't think I'm good at it, but it's fun for a little while until I yeah. lose a million times in a row. Um, yeah. But like every once in a while, we will go to like an arcade bar. Um, where Gregory's got a million, you know, games that he wants to play. And I'm like, okay, I'll just play skee-ball for an hour. (laughs) And that's fine. And getting a million, like, um, tickets is kind of gratifying if that's kind of the situation. And then you can trade it in for, like, one pencil. Um, (laughs) I like that. Uh, so yeah, ski ball is kind of the ski ball is, is fun. I will play like any kind of silly game. I'm not good at any of them, but I don't get mad at them. I will play one, I will lose and I will move to the next one. (laughs) That's fine. I am now thinking about how many hands have held those ski balls. Oh God. uh, How many hands have touched those basketballs? A lot of these things for us. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like innocently going through it, like this is fun. Balls and now it's like and ball rings to ring toss and <laughs> yep. all of the like water squirter gun things to hold <laughs> oh, on to and the germs, the germs, the so germs. many germs. I will say that I feel bad. Like I never want to play a game where you win a little goldfish because I don't want to carry a goldfish no. with me and then deal with the no. goldfish afterwards and try not to kill it. Yeah. I feel like that's animal cruelty. Yes, I, absolutely. I think mine leads into that because I have, maybe my mom can correct me if she remembers, but I feel like being at a school carnival when we were living in London, where I think I did win a goldfish in a baggie. And I think it was one of those, and they would never have these at like your amusement parks or anything. Um, Because it would be too labor intensive. But it's the balloons that you have to pop with the darts. Yes. You remember those? And then you pop pop the balloon and then there's like a tag or something underneath it that shows you what you've won. Mm -hmm. Maybe something like that. But they couldn't – that's just too labor intensive for a professional setting, right? Because you'd have to continually blow up and attach all these balloons to this board, which I don't see them doing. But I, I think that I want a goldfish, and I don't think the goldfish had a great ending to its life. <laughs> yeah. Lifespan. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But I, I feel like that came to mind because it was probably the only... Speaking of things that you can only rig so much, the darts and balloons, 
I think are a fairly good choice. The toss the softball into the milk canister, impossible. Oh. Those mm-hmm. yes. container, those necks are too narrow. The the throw the ball into the container that's floating on the water. No, no, no. Those things are like ping pong balls. They're if you get one in, it's just gonna bounce out. Yep. Yep. All, yep. all that stuff. Like there's no winning any of that. At least the darts and balloons, I have a chance to <laughs> like hit something. <laughs> Yes. It's, and it's yeah, very no, I t- satisfying. It is. I think I the the worst was going to any of those kinds of fairs with like little kids who don't understand not winning. And so you're like, right. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't, this is, you're not going to win. And it's like when they're four or five years old and they're like, I just want a stuffed animal. Yeah. I Maybe that's why my dad was like, it wasn't just the money. It was the like, I don't want to deal with your disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When my brother Carl and his family were here. Last month. Oh, my God. Was it only last month? We did end up going to Perkins restaurant because we felt mm-hmm. like the little boys could cope with Perkins. Um, unfortunately, Perkins, the old people breakfast restaurant. Yep. OK. Um, I think my review of it afterwards is everything was great, except the space was a little cold and the food was a little cold. Actually, <laughs> it was a lot cold. But the point is. There was a claw machine in the lobby of this place. And those little boys were Mm. wild Mm -hmm. to get the stuffed animals out of the claw Mm. machine. Mm. And listening to their parents, like, try to explain to them where they weren't going to get the vampira doll out of (laughs) the claw machine and how their little hearts were just breaking. And there was some wailing about how vampira was my favorite. Yeah, and it wasn't me <laughs> doing the way lesson in disappointment. Children. <laughs> it is. I know, but it's hard. It's hard when you're three and five. You just don't understand it. There's um, there's a like at HEB they have like HEB books, and you can like go play a little. It's like early slot machines for kids, and they give you the cashiers give indoctrinate the kids a them light. into gambling. <laughs> like, at, no, very they give age. them a little HEB book and put it in the little slot machine, and then it gives you. Like a, I guess you can collect these stickers for points or whatever, or you can win like the automatic prize, which then you have to go bring it to the whatever. And when the kids were little, they didn't really understand. They were just excited to like get a sticker or whatever. And it's like, you got 10 points. Yay. Mm-hmm. And then as they got older, they're like, I want the fucking instant prize. And I'm like, I don't, I can't, don't know what to tell you. It's no longer interacting with the machine being no. the fun part. It's like, if, it, yes. if you don't get the prize, then what is the point of all of this? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that we are, some of us are more suspicious than others of the Midway games. And some of us are more willing to uh, put give ourselves out there and, and give it a try. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about attractions. I don't know why I said horses, but I said horses. Horses, horses, horses. <laughs> attractions. They always have like the Probably not the actual Budweiser Clydesdales. I'm guessing not the A team anyway, like the C <laughs> team Clydesdales, because they have a daily parade at the Minnesota State Fair and they always Aww. have the Clydesdales pulling the wagon. And I always get really excited to see them because they're really big horses. But one of my favorite things to do when I get hot and tired, uh, and you will find this out, Meredith, is I love to go to the Horse Coliseum just to take a load off because it's a, it's an arena and it's air conditioned and there's mm-hmm. a billion seats in there and so you just sit down and maybe something's happening and maybe something's not maybe you just 
stare at the center and watch what my brother Carl calls the ground bony going around raking the dirt, Ooh. not the Zamboni, the ground bony. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they're holding like events in there. They're either showing horses or sometimes they're doing contact. I've seen sheepdog herding in there, which is not horses, but it's still cool. But I don't know. I just really love to sit there for an hour or two and watch the, what, you know what it's like? It's like watching diving at the Olympics. Yeah. Do I watch diving any other time? No. no. Am I interested in diving at any other time? No. no. Could I do one of those dives to save my life? No. no. But for that two-week period, I am an expert on <laughs> diving. <laughs> and I feel the same way about watching the horses. It's just so fascinating. And I think anything that involves air conditioning and sitting is going to be fully on board with us. Like, exactly. we are into that. And no, and and that no is at all. that is the first place that I ever encountered tachos, the nachos made ah. with a tater tot base. Ooh, <laughs> just you know a different form of carb on, on the base. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's a good thing. I mean, you can go into the horse barns and look at all the horses, but you get that up close. There's a lot of poop. Yep, you know. Yeah. And my poop yeah. tolerance is is I would say fairly low. All mm-hmm. things considered, but I really just I love to see the horses. Yeah, uh, Meredith, what um I was gonna say grinds your gears, but that's not right. <laughs> what what gets gets you vibrating? Mm. This is, oh boy, nope. This what is gets your motor revving? Gears. Yeah, yeah. Opposite of grinding gears, I want to see butter sculptures. I want to see all the butter sculptures. <sighs> And I just recently learned that they are not 100% butter, which makes total sense. Well, they wouldn't stand up if they were 100% butter. I mean, they're in an air-conditioned thing usually, but they are on molds, which is kind of a bummer, but it's true. No, not the Minnesota State Fair. No, it's a 90-pound block of butter. Okay, well, in Iowa State Fair they are, but maybe that's the inferior State Fair. Yes, clearly. Okay. Well, we'll have to maybe we we'll can find ask. out. We'll, we'll do some research. We'll do some investigation about the butter. <laughs> oh my god! Please, this is what I want. I, this has to be a topic of your voice of your memo. Investigative journalism. Okay, <laughs> noted for next for this weekend. We will we'll see if we can get the inside scoop on whether the butter sculptures are full hundred percent butter or if they are in molds. Because I just saw a thing that the Iowa State Fair butter molds are just like butter on the outside which is kind of devastating um because i was very impressed with the sculpture and the like physics of those things and i thought okay they're inside they're air conditioned like it's cold in there and that's why they can stand up that's why there's a whole cow made out of butter that can stand on four legs but maybe i don't know shocked i know deception of iowans deception those sneaky bastards (laughs) Oh, well, I want I want to see pictures of it because they don't really have that at the Texas State Fair. So I really want to check out. It's just too hot. All of your butter is needed for deep frying. I'm trying <laughs> yes, to remember exactly. if there was butter sculptures at the at the Dallas one when I went last. And I don't remember. I think there might have been, but they were little. Yeah, it's not as big of a part of Yeah, of that I don't think it was situation. that big of a deal. The cars yeah. and stuff was yeah. a bigger deal. Yeah, that's at the Texas mine. State Fair. 
I love to see the cars. Tell us. I, well, well, so there's, again, kind of <laughs> different, but similar to you, Anne. At some point, we're all hot and tired, and we want to go someplace inside. And the car pavilion um, Ooh, has... Pavilion. Oh, it has all the like, you know, they might be like Chevrolets or whatever. There's usually like a brand and there's other ones interspersed in there, but they have all the like new model cars. And especially as a kid, I loved sending them and like, because I like driving. I liked sending them and like pretending to drive and they smell (laughs) so good. You know, these new cars. Well, I think they had F1 cars when I was there. Like, Yeah, you might be right. You could like drive around on a track, theoretically. Jesus. Oh, Wow. Well, I didn't experience that. I just sat in the parked cars, um, really enjoyed that. And it was like, I love my parents, but it was like a way I could like not be with my parents for a second. Um, <laughs> I also, um, I did, we did do the livestock a lot and I did enjoy it. You know, it's less uh, horse based. It's more cow based. And we oh, saw yeah. some roping cows. The sheep barn is a stinky place. I will yes, say. It's, it is not. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. Does not smell H that good. Never. It never smells great. Yeah. No. You know, it's weird because like I can smell cow or horse poo, and it's like one of those things where it's like, well, that doesn't smell good, but it's not like um, human or like dog. You know, where I'm it's like, that's tolerable. Yeah. Yes, but you're just like, I, it smells like farm. So you're um, just eating grass. Right? Yes, and I like. I like the pigs i always think they're cute and i can Ugh. do my little pig noise um <laughs> um i just think they're, they're just interesting to me um but yeah the livestock and the cars are are my favorite um I, you know the last time i went i need to go i maybe i'll maybe i will go this year it's just something i have to commit to you have to be careful because texas ou is one weekend and that's like a fucking mess and then there's you know whatever it's like y'all it's like there's other things going on and you have to kind of be when we were kids, they used to give us tickets. We had Fair Day, which I think was like Columbus Day or something. And they would give us tickets. And we usually just go like the afternoon of that day, which was kind of nice. The problem is, is occasionally it'll still be hot. So you're like, the last time I went, Rory was a baby because he was definitely in a stroller. Bridget was three. So a nightmare age. Oh my and God. we try, it was hot. Just trying to kind of get them all around there was like a Paw Patrol thing going on and Bridget really wanted to see it. Of course there was a line and it was like a whole thing. And then we were going into the livestock where we're, like the, um, where you could feed the animals and they won't let you in with food. Like you can't have outside like food, food because the animals, whatever. Bridget was eating something and she wanted to go in. But she didn't want to throw away her food. It was like a whole thing. So I was, I, I think I have mentally been like, I can't go until the kids are just a little bit older, but I think we're ready now. I think yeah, we can, I, I think, think we so. can do it. Yeah, yeah. I need to go back. And corny dogs, always corny dogs. I love mm. them so much. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, corny. Yeah. Where else? When else are you going to eat those? <laughs> never. <laughs> never, never, never. I mean, you can buy them at yeah. the grocery store, but eh. I we had funnel cake when we went to Worst Fest last year, and I was like, damn, this shit's good. <laughs> It's really makes good. you want to get a deep fryer, doesn't it? Yes, yes. And it's like, <laughs> when, I, when am I, I do even have an air fryer, and I haven't even gotten out of the box. Somebody gave it to me. You can't yeah, make a funnel work. cake with an air fryer. Well, no, though, right? but this is what I'm saying is I just am so like, I don't need a unitasker, not to be Andrew Walsh, but right. I'm like, I need to prove that I'm going to use it more than like once a year. Yep. I don't yeah. deep fry at home because I used to deep fry at the restaurant and it's a friggin' nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to clean up. 
And yeah, even I though imagine. I had a deep fryer with baskets and all that, it was horrible. Like around it is a nightmare and I'm not doing it at home. You can deep fry at home in a Dutch oven. I have a Dutch oven, but I'm not going to deal with that. I'm just not willing to do it. So that's just something I've never done at home and I never will. It's not necessary if you don't mm-hmm. no. want to. Um. All right. Anything else? I put anything else on here. Just if there was idiot last, last parting little bits. parting shots. I'm excited to come to the Minnesota State Fair this weekend, and I am game for whatever. Honestly, don't care what we do. <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see what you want to see, Anne. I want okay. you to guide us around yes. and I'll guide and you show and us what's cool. You know, when Christy was here, uh, she had a last year. She had a very limited window of time, so like we didn't even get there until late in the afternoon. And I feel like I marched her from one end of that place to the other. I was like, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, let's go!" And so, <laughs> if we had a if we have a little bit more time, which I think we will, yes, then we can take our time and water. I did. I wanted to tell you that my mom called me the other day, and she said, "So my fair hack lately." is that you can't i mean you can park there there's lots of parking but it's a nightmare because this is a lot of people we're talking about there's not enough parking so there are a lot of places that do free parking rides a lot of churches and whatever around Mm -hmm. but the problem is the parking there fills up in the morning so the shuttles are running back and forth but the parking spots are all taken so what i've been doing is going to my mom's house and then she drops me off at the church next to my high school which has a park and ride and I get on the bus mm. and ride over. Mm-hmm. So she ha- she called me and she wants you to know that she is happy to drive us to the park and ride as early as 7.30 a.m. If Whoa. we want to. Well, and I was like, yeah, but nothing's open then. And she's like, I know, but there's going to be a lot of people on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she's thinking about this. She's like, okay, like we got to game this. Through. Yeah, we got to get oh, there I, early. I only shared this with Meredith and Gregory, but like I was, I, I was talking to my mom the other day, and oh, she was asking me if I wanted to take some time off on Friday and go to the fair with her, and I said, or on Thursday, and I said, no, I have to work on Thursday because I'm taking off Friday because Meredith's coming into town, and we're gonna go to the fair that weekend. And she got so excited, and she's like, oh, are they staying with you? And I said, well, I offered, but you know, she they decided to not impede upon my space and get their own space and stay in a hotel. And then we hung up the call, and I swear, 30 seconds later, she texted me and said, please let Meredith know that I would be so happy uh, to have her stay in my home if they would like. The room is large and private, and they can drive Aww. my car. Like, my mom is so Aww, excited that's so sweet. that you're coming. So sweet. I am so touched. Honestly, I am touched. I did. I just I don't want to impose on people, and it was just, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a yeah, good excuse. No. I know. I know exactly how you feel. Sometimes yeah, it's uh, nice to have your own lake space or yeah. whatever that's not in somebody else's house. So, But I am very touched, and that's so sweet, and I, I so appreciate the offer. But she does want to – I mean, she'll drive us there, so, you know, she'll get to Mom's going to drop us off. Mom's going to drop us <laughs> off at the fair. Will your but, mom um, drop us off at the fair? But I would lo- – like, we need to go to dinner or something or lunch or something. Like, Yeah. We'll figure I, it out. I've never, I've never even been to Minneapolis. Like we need to see the city a little bit too. Of course, of course. Um, so I think uh, after saying that, probably this is a good place to 
put a little um, message from the future, 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 future us, giving a little um, update on our experience. Yep. And here we are in the heart of the great Minnesota get-together. It's Anne. And Meredith. And Gregory. And we have just been at the fair for the last... Everyone pulls out their watches. <laughs> five, five and a six half. hours? Yeah. yeah. So, 1,000 steps. Get out. So what have we done? Oh my goodness. We ate, okay, I think we need to start with the food. True. So we started with cheese curds. Yep. Yeah, I'm trying to go chronologically. And then we had... We had ice cream from the dairy building. Yes. Well, malts, right? Specifically? Yes. I had a strawberry... Anne and I had strawberry rhubarb, and Gregory had apple caramel. Yep. And we saw the butter sculpting yes. there. Princess K of the Milky Way. Yep. Actually, Princess K got carved yesterday, so I guess it was a... <laughs> that sounds ominous. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lesser dairy princess who's yeah. getting carved out of butter today. In a rotating refrigerated container. I yes. think I would have gotten sick in there. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. Yep. And then we had pickle fries, right? Yes. Is that what was next? Yep, mm -hmm. that sounds right. Those I, were good. Those were very good. I got my fair lemonade. Yep. Corn dog. Gregory Super. had a corn dog. And got sweet Martha's cookies. Did I mention cheese curds? Yeah, that was yes. the first thing. Yes, we got a literal bucket of cookies, which is what we're recording on right now. So thanks, sweet Martha. <laughs> She's so sweet. She is so sweet. And as far as what we've done, aforementioned 15,000 steps. Yep. We went into the Creative Activities Building and saw all the quilts. And unfortunately, there were only pictures of pie. There were there was bread, there were cookies, there were cakes, mm -hmm. everything. They just chose to photograph the pies. The apple pies. There was only apple pie, right? Well, on the other side, there was peach melba. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they were spirited away for a safety. Yeah. Yes. They worried that issues. somebody would, would break in and eat the pies. Yeah. We went to the horse coliseum and saw the cow judging. <laughs> Boy, those heifers and their pins, let me tell you. <laughs> People we had a lot of opinions. some getting rowdy. Yeah, some, some, a cow ran away from its its 4-H child handler. <laughs> it was great fun. Um, the parade was excellent. Yes. Lots both of times. Bands. Yeah, both times we thought, saw the parade, it was great. Great dancers, great flag people. What are they called? <laughs> uh, color guard. Yeah. Color guard. Color guard. Yep. Yeah. So I thought you were the not work. Safe. No, I wasn't going to say the mean thing about Got it. them. <laughs> They're great at flag waving. Yep. They flagged. They sure they did. did. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of good high school bands. Yep. Marching bands. And then yep. we went. We saw the dog breeds. Yep. Mm -hmm. That were being showcased. Not the pet surgery though. Luckily, there was nobody getting pet surgery, but believe it or not, guys, there's a pet surgery suite at the fair. Yep. That's a feature I didn't know that a fair needed. Yep. So now I know that. 
and we went to the Eco Experience and looked at the electric bikes and the electric Ford. The Lightning was yep. cool. Yep, they had the Tesla and a Mitsubishi as well, all released vehicles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for quite some time. And other than that, we have seen a lot of people. Smelled a lot of people. Yep, a lot of, lot of fashion. Yep. Oh, we forgot we went to the horticulture building and saw all the flowers. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. The gladiolus. Yes. Multiple gladiolus exhibits. Yep. Some great flower arranging. The bees. The bees. The Christmas trees. <laughs> the bees and the Christmas trees. <laughs> Tell your kids about it. Yep. And just, yeah, a lot of walking, I guess. Well, my feet are sore. That. My feet are sore, too. Yep. And now we're going to call Mommy and have her come get us. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good service to have. <laughs> we can't walk anymore, Mommy. <laughs> so I guess that's about it. I guess that's about it. Um... That was everything about the Minnesota State Fair. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. We didn't even see half of it. Yeah. <laughs> As experienced by, by us today. Us today. <laughs> yep. Till next time. Back to the show. Wow, boy, we are having a great time. <laughs> we have aren't so we? much fun. At the fair. What if it's like? What if it's like a nightmare? What if y'all are having like a nightmare time? <laughs> what if it like rained? <laughs> and flooded and you couldn't like, go what if you got into like a really big fight and y'all are just like hey well Hillary you're gonna have to do some creative editing then yep uh, I can't wait um I'll record a little bit something like this is Meredith this is it yep. <laughs> Gregory's gonna be he's he's in anticipation excited to be on the show for this. Oh, of course. Of course. We, yeah. we value his contributions in all mm. the ways that he contributes to the show. Yes. Background or foreground. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that leaves the only thing left is to ask the question of the week. What's your favorite fair thing? I tried to come up with a different word than thing, but I couldn't. Yeah. No. So this can yeah. encompass rides, yeah. games, attractions, foods. Well, what's your favorite what fair you? thing? Let us know. That season. Mm-hmm. Um, we have nothing in Tishi Recommends um, because we're watching trash. And <laughs> we already okay. talked about I, what we're watching. So I can ar- I could detail an episode of House Hunters International in which uh, a, not a couple best friends from Chicago that worked in like finance and marketing became energy healers and moved to Australia. Ew. <laughs> it was Oof. terrible. I mean, if you can make a living as an energy healer, how I applaud you. More power to you. Literally hugged a tree, and it was like not a joke. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, I was like, I hope they got insects. (laughs) No. And with that, we'll tell you how to get involved. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. and the Facebook group, which is really fun. And I realized I owe Renee, she had asked, and I owe Meredith my, re- I've been looking for my reading Spotify list because it's really good, but I will send it to y'all. Oh, yeah. Meredith, I'll send it to you before you leave because it's very calm. Okay, to me. good. I need that. Um, but yes, the Facebook group is very fun. Uh, you can email us, tshishow at gmail.com. You can send us a voice memo like Beth did and like future Anne and Meredith will. <laughs> Um, the AOL keyword is Tishi. It's never going away. 
And thanks for joining us. And I guarantee you that's not all about the fair. We can do so many. I mean, we really didn't even get into amusement parks because true. I have thoughts. True. I mean, yeah. We can talk about making videos with your cousins to Vogue <laughs> <laughs> all day long. We can talk about eating the packed lunches that your parents brought. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, oh my god trauma uh, memories we've talked about snippets of all of these things in the past yes. but we really need a comprehensive place to list all of our grievances Life granny like I used to do.